Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome to this week's episode of Steelers Touch Down Under. I'm Matty Peverell with Marky D, Marky Davison from Steeler Nation Australia represent. How you doing, mate? Mate, episode 245, I believe. This is our, is it, is it 245? Because it feels like it. And I still can't get this morning thing right. It looks like I just woke up because I did just, I just, just did just wake up. Jesus, Louise is, uh, I'm doing well. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. It's a sprightly Saturday morning after a big wedding last night. Yeah, so, yeah. You, what, what did you do? Had a, had a few sherbets out that way or what? Had a few sherbets, had a few sherbets, had a couple of drinks, as they say in the US. Got the, got the Gatorades. <laughs> do, do the, do the, uh, yeah, our Ameri- American listeners know what sherbet means? You did do it as a sling in the slang back when we were yeah. doing that segment last so, season. I think you go and do your homework season. and go back to episode 50. All right. And go have a look. <laughs> nah, it just means <laughs> beverage, a few sherbets. <laughs> no, not even a teasing segment anymore. It's just like, <laughs> this is what it is. <laughs> um, Carson Wright says, here we go. J Devils first in the live chat as always. Um, oh, classic. Cody's in there. Good to see Cody. Um, but yeah, it's kind of a weird. As we kick this off as well, because some people are going to listen to this. Obviously, we're going live right now. It's Friday night in the US where a lot of our listeners are based. Um, you know, we do have the audio side. And you guys listen to us after the show airs. So it's, we're kind of, this is a weird time. Like the week when you have the Thursday night is always a little bit weird because we go live on the Friday night. So we're kind of reviewing the game. But usually our show, we talk about the week before and we look at the week, the week to come. And so it's kind of a really weird week because we've already done half of that sort of show and had that massive reaction therapy session that we had last week. If you missed that and you're feeling frustrated about the Steelers, go back and listen to that. Um, quite, quite a, I guess, uh, so yeah, it was therapeutic to say the least. And so now this week, Mark and I have sort of had a bit of a, a week or so to digest uh, everything that went on against the Browns. You've heard lots of different storylines out of the Steelers. Um, the Jets are going to be a tougher challenge than I think a lot of people realize. And I think it's a, I think they're a big challenge. I mean, they beat the Browns. So you've got to say they're yeah, a better team than the Browns um, at this point. But I kind of guess, Mark, looking back at everything that went wrong on last Thursday night, do you feel, do you feel like the Steelers can get it right this week? No. <laughs> do you want me to expand on that? Yeah, please. They, they, you know what I'm saying? They can't. This is, this is, I'm been so hopeful over the last forever, right? But, uh, in, in a short answer, I don't think they can because, and it's, it's until they do, because I'm kind of sick of this narrative of, you know, we, we've got to turn up, we've got to trust the plan, you got to, everyone's got to buy in. Should have bought in, I think you said off air to me, should have bought in weeks ago. You know, I, 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 I don't think that Trubisky can get it done. I don't think that Kelly can, can get it done. And this Jets team, this Jets team is a good team, right? Red, uh, led by Robert Sa- Salaha, what his name is. He he he's the coach who wants to go out there and play. He's always on the sidelines, look like he wants to suit up and play. Um, they're an they're an aggressive team. They got young Zach Wilson. I think the only way the Steelers can I think can win this game is is running the football and, and attacking, um, making Zach uh you know run around in circles and, and get him on the dirt. Other than that, if I don't see Trubisky winning this game, I really don't. I, I think. I think if you wanted to say, you know, it's a it's a working offense and it's a new offense, I understand that. But same time, it's like, come on, man, you're you're a veteran quarterback and you have 
You have some guys who have been playing the league a long time. Claypool, Deontay, got Muth in his second season. There needs to be more. There needs to be things happening, and it's just not happening right now. I know it's negative to say, and it is, and I, I don't. I don't. I hope they win. I really do. But at the same time, uh, I haven't seen any real any real progression in three games this this year, and I haven't seen much from last year either. Right? Mm. Good off season, I think, from Omar Khan getting all the players together. We're wasting our defense. Um, you talked about on War Room that the Steelers are holding the possession of like 24 minutes a game. You can't win games like that. You just no. can't. You give the opposition 36 minutes, you can't win games. So, bit of a reality check. I I, I don't think they can they can they can turn around now. Now, is it going to be uh, a game where it's 16, 10, 16, 13, possibly? But Jets are in this game, man. And in in years past, this would have been called a trap game, right? It's no trap game uh, this week because we're both bad. Well, I don't think there's any. Well, I think you hit the nail on the head. I don't think there's trap games at all anymore for the Steelers. Can't be. They're not good enough. They're not playing well enough to have trap games. <laughs> they're favorite too. They're, they're. I think they're a, a four point favorite or something at home, which they should be. But this Jets, if the Jets run the ball exactly the same way the Pats did and the way the Browns end the game, and the Steelers can't get to the field, and they can, they've got a one-two punch. Can. Brees Hall, Brees Hall, and Michael Carter, mate. Like that is a one-two punch. If they do that um, and the Steelers can't get off the field or can't hold possession, I think in the th- second half of the Browns, they, they what had four drives and then three drives were minus, well, minus nine yards. Three and out, three and out, three and out. So, yeah, I, I'm kind of sick of the talk. I really am. And this is, a, this is building, a building frustration of the last two to three years with Big Ben's ending and the, new, the offensive coordinator changing all the time. Um, you know, is it, is it doing, might be to do on Tomlin a little bit too, right? He's the head coach, but nothing seemed to change. And the culture is just into like what you walk out there, you get all pumped up, and next minute they don't do anything, they don't show up to games. And I can see this happening again. And the Steelers go up there and lose one and three. You have a gauntlet to run. Gauntlet, Buffalo, Bucks, Philadelphia. Um, who's the other one? Dolphins. Or without Tua now, also prayers of Tua. That was a that was an unbelievable. Yeah, uh, I know. I sick, saw that. Sick, that was... sickening, sickening injury. Uh, reminded me of Chase year, was terrible. Right, praise to him. I just just saw it again on the highlights. But this is this is this is a tough squad. Um, the, the Steelers need to pull their finger out and, and and find their identity. They've been talking about their philosophy for two years, and it, it, it's nothing's changed really. You know, new players come in there. I like what the offensive line's doing. I like what the running backs can do. They they, they established a run the first half, and then they 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 abandoned it and they went away. So mm. that's a that's my answer, I guess. <laughs> no, I like it. It's good. I like that little monologue. Um. Uh. Look, you talked about a lot there, and we, we've got to we've got to unpack a lot of that. Um, but I think I think you're right in terms of or well, all of it really. But what's that? What's that cultural change? What's that shift that's got to occur, right? Because you you know what really ups you know what really upset me in the aftermath of last week's game, not just the stats and the loss. Mitch Trubisky swapping jerseys with Kareem Hunt. Now yep. I prefer not. I'm not I don't I'm know not why you do that. I don't know what man. you do with. I don't. I don't know why you do it with Hunt. What he's done off the field. Uh. Uh-uh. But number two, none of this swapping jersey stuff. Yeah, right? man. It's not like he's your brother. It's not like it's not like the Edmonds brothers, right? Like I get that, right? Even if they if they lose a game, I get like when they lost against the Bills, I get the swap. At least they're brothers. It's a family thing, whatever. Or there's a milestone game. If it was the Watt brothers, whatever. Like. But I'm sorry. Don't go. That, that that's not the spirit. You gotta take. You gotta take it seriously. It's like what you said last week. You gotta come off that field, 
and be pissed off. Like, be angry. Like, yeah, they're not, man. That, that's why fan think, bases, and they're not. They're not. No, that's why I think a lot of this stuff too, and the money does get involved too because they're getting paid a lot of money, right? So, is the passion there like the guys played back in the day? And that's a bit, that's a real topic because I saw the other day. I saw uh, who was it? Buff the Buffalo Bills. Um, quarterback Josh and another guy who was the other do they verse or someone and they were almost hugging Josh Allen and uh, yeah, yeah yeah was it Tua they were hugging dude I'm not gonna go hug my opponent like that after shake his hand say thank you but it was like in an embrace man it was weird I don't know what was going on I get it like look I get if you know um like Juju right if, if KC came and played in, in Acrishaw right I get that like you're one year out of the team you know you've got all your mates blah 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 but you know what? These don't do it on the field. There's locker rooms. I was going to say, do yeah, it there, yeah, right? It's all changed now. But as soon as you lose, you should. It should be more like the old days. You should be marched off. Like other, if you, I'm the, maybe you've got to do warm down stuff, whatever. But you should go into that dressing room, and the before after the coaches should shake hands. Maybe shake hands the player that's standing next to you when the game ends. But you walk off that field and you go in the dressing room and you start the debrief, because. Like the one thing that makes the most military successful in the world, they talked about this a lot by like different, you know, ex special forces soldiers across all the different, you know, Western armies. And they all say the number one thing we do is we debrief, right? Now I know this team debriefs and watches film and has the, you know, position rooms and everything that happens during the week. But you got to, you got to start that when the loss is hurting and burning. And to me, stay on the sideline you know, or, or standing on the field and swapping jerseys and having a laugh. It's just... Well, that's that's why I think it's a lot different now because, you know, you know, you and I didn't grow up in the 70s or whatever when I was like, they were working two jobs and they were still playing football, getting yeah. paid some money, going out there and playing, right? Now it's like the, 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 the players are earning big bucks like Claypool. All these guys got podcasts on the side, Cameron Hayward, all these dudes, right? Um, they got, uh, you know, extra work like that. And is I know that when they're out in the field, of course, they're, they're, they're passionate, but... It's 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 just I think the the mindset of the fan hasn't changed. You want to go out there and win. You want to support your team, right? See him go out there and do the best they can. I know there are people too because we saw with the tour injuries. He's a person, and I get that, and it's horrible. But there's but it's like what element. I said last week. But it's like what I said last week. Sorry, like I don't, I don't want to interrupt you on this one. But it's like what I said last week. When you're winning, this stuff doesn't matter. But when no, you're true. losing, and you're lo- and you don't look like you're competing. Which brings me to the second point that I wanted to get your your um, views and insights on as well. There's a lot of talk this week about Mitch Trubisky and versus Kenny Pickett. I'm in the Pickett camp. I don't care what anyone says about like throwing the quarterback to the yeah a quarterback to the Wolves. He was first round draft pick. The O line's playing better than anything else. Like the, the fact of the matter is, right now the Steelers aren't playing offense long enough, probably for him to get injured. <laughs> it's just like that's the reality of the situation. However. All the different things. Then I've heard the, the feedback of, particularly on the, the day after, yeah, it's on the Friday after Thursday night's game against the Browns. People were saying, you know, well, the good thing about Trubisky is he doesn't throw a pick six. Well, yeah, he doesn't throw a pick six as I talked about last week because he is not trying to win the football game. And like, you know, Pedro on Facebook says put Mason in. I, I, I said, remember I said that last week, and I, whether it was off air or on air with you, that exactly that, if Pickett's not ready, put in Mason, because at least he can stand in the pocket and make a throw, right? And, and all over the field. But it got me thinking this week, when I did War Room, as you said earlier, I did I focused on time and possession for the first half of the show. 
And the Steelers have won 19 out of 23 games, drawn one, and only lost three when they've dominated time of possession the last three seasons. They haven't dominated possession or even held the majority of possession at all this season. And Trubisky is not throwing... Trubisky is not going to win you football games. He is in there right now as a don't lose us football games. Hmm. I see different with Kenny Pickett, or I see the potential different with Kenny Pickett. But also, even if Kenny Pickett, they said in your rookie year, it's like, Ben, just don't kill us. Fine. But the league is also different to what that plan was with Ben. The league now, you've got to put up points. You have to. I mean, I stopped, I stopped watching the... I, I, I had to go off and do other things yesterday. So I had the... I, at one point, I had the Miami, Miami Bengals game in the background. When I saw the end score, I was shocked that the Bengals scored the, like two, t- like there were another two mm-hmm. TDs late, just because the flow of where that game was going. But teams can very quickly put up thirty points. I mean, the Jets, the team we all laugh at, the team we're playing this week, they put up thirty-one or thirty-two points a couple of weeks ago when they beat the Browns. So I'm sitting there. This team's lucky to put up sixteen points, and with no TJ, yeah, what they're not holding the other team to that. So. It's a- this is Different where like, Trubisky, it just doesn't make sense. I know it, people are probably sick to death of the quarterback position, but maybe you're not because it's a, such a vital cog in a wheel that's not spinning. He's meant to be the leader, meant to be the captain. And and right now, like, I, you know, um, M. Marcus 39 says, what do you guys expect from a new complete, a new offense and new quarterback? I, I would counter that, that question or argument and say, it's been happening since last year with Big Ben. It's been the exact same offense. And you, you can't tell me otherwise. It screens, reverses, and it starts to flow. It goes well, right? It goes well. And then you, you do a nice pass to DJ in a good run, and then he goes and throws a screen and goes backwards and loses whole – I call it the bipolar offense. It goes well. You're up and down. You're up and down. Oh, a nice play and a terrible play. And you're like, what? There's no there's no flow to it, man. And we are. Like, Matt Canada can't get around it. We are one of the worst offenses in the league, scoring, what, 14 points a game. You have to score at least over 21. To, to try and win these games because then you got to, then the defense got to hold the teams who are under 21 to have a chance. And now coming into the big games, after let's, you know, if I push past the Jets, say we win, you've got Buffalo Bills, Tom Brady, Philadelphia Eagles, which Allen hurts. There's no way you are. There's no way this team right now is a work in progress, right? And people are saying, oh, it's, you know, it's only, uh, at least it's only week four well, and there's a lot of season. We get that. So what? But but, like- so what it's week four? They could be one and three. <laughs> And look at the stretch they've got coming up, man. It's, it's the hurt, NFL. Man. There are oh, 17 boy. games. Every game counts. Like, and and also like, and Marcus, it's like, um, says, and it's these are fair, look, these are fair, uh, you know, um, discussion points. And and it's great. Like, we love this contribution, by the way. We're not, you know, we think it's fantastic. But you see, like he, and Marcus says from YouTube, what, what did you guys expect from a completely new offense and new quarterback? Well, as Mark, you said there, the offense is not that new. It's just that there's more being installed from it and a new quarterback, fine. But this is what you're meant to iron out in the preseason. And this didn't look, it didn't look great in the preseason. preseason. The only person that looked good in the preseason that was running the offense, like Mason Rudolph did a right against, you know, second and third stringers. But Pickett was clearly equal, if not better than the other two quarterbacks. But there's, so there's sorry, no I'm like, after week four, I'm sitting there going, we're a quarter of the way through this thing. It ain't working. We're kind of seven games in, if you count the preseason. So that's just where I feel from it. Another point here from, uh, from Ali too says, you know, Marcus, uh, I, I, they, I think they're one in 17 and 0. 
That's that's crazy, man. You, well, I want I want I want at least nine and eight, and I think nine but and right eight. Now, like Christmas right now, right now, Ali, you can't tell me that this offense is giving you confidence to go and win the next game or the next six games. I'm sorry, you can't because scoring 14 points does not cut it. And we're going off right now. Over the last three games, they have done nothing. And when I say nothing, they're not commanding the offense. They're not in flow. They're not running the ball when they should be. It's been boring to watch. And I think you should be putting in the picket because the offensive line is doing their job. Trubisky can't read certain routes. Trubisky is rolling out of the pocket when he doesn't need to. And he's getting, he's getting himself in a lot of trouble and he's not winning games. And, and the whole thing, he's not losing games either. It's a cop-out, man. It's, it's honestly the, some of the most boring football I've watched in, in 20 years. And it starts with Trubisky. It starts with also Matt Cunningham. I don't mind if it was boring. I don't mind if it was boring, right? No, it's boring, And they man. dominated time of possession. <laughs> but when I when yeah. I say they haven't had time of possession this season, like, and, and I'll have to pull out while we're talking, but they literally are not just like 30 seconds or like a minute behind. There are games where they've got like 24 minutes, of, as you said, like, yeah. uh, as you said that I'd said earlier in the week, 24 minutes. Two extra drives, and with a defense that's missing its best player, like you—that's not winning. You're not like if if you want to sit there and like it's the quarter. The philosophy is throw maybe try and throw a couple of touchdowns, uh, you know, but don't throw interceptions. Don't don't create turnovers. You're gonna have to hold. You're gonna have to dominate time possession to win They're, games like I that. I just looked it up. They're 32nd in the league. 32nd in the league. Mm. 24 minutes and 15 seconds. It's not good enough. So the whole notion of like, what do you expect? 17 and 0. No, I expected. I expected a competent offense, and it's not competent. They are the worst in the league at time possession. You can't score points after that. Therefore, they're in big trouble. The average drive so they, is two minutes it's 15. Ridiculous, minutes man. 15. If they go and if they go and if they lose this game. They need some change, and it does come from the top of being Mike Tomlin and Canada, and of course, uh, uh, Trubisky being captain, right? It's just this whole notion is this frustrating of like, I think you need a spark. The team needs a spark. The defense can't be out there for 36 minutes and over what they're averaging, what 80 plays a game, and so I'll be right, but she'll be fine. It's not. This is the moment where in Australia she won't be right. She won't be right, and I'm never like this. You've known me for two years now, Maddie. I'm never like this. The offense is boring. They got to change something. Well, you tell. Look, think about this. Where would we be if people like Minka Fitzpatrick get injured, or we Alex Highsmith is not actually a decent pass rusher, which is turning out to like really be? Um, where where would we be right now? Where would we be without a blocked a blocked kick? Would be zero and three. Oh, the the team, in my opinion, should be zero and three because the Bengals stuffed it up. Like really, they they should have won. They should be uh, what are they two and two now? They should be three and one. Uh, in, in in all respects, because we we snuck away with one there, and look, I, I get it. The offense is trying to get back together. You know, we'll we'll, we'll get him. Ne- we'll get him next week. Mentality, I I hear it, but I, I can't. And nothing to me has really changed for the last two years. That, that mentality. We'll get him next week. You'll be right, mate. Uh, you're not learning anything. Nothing's really changing. The offense doesn't. The same plays. Like I said to you before, a few weeks ago, you don't see any any different routes that uh, route concepts. You don't see Trubisky stepping up into the pocket and finding Muth. They they didn't find move to four you know to the fourth quarter. Um, I want to see him run the ball. But with see, Jared I don't Warren. understand that. I, I I know we talked about it last week, but it, that that's what also frustrates me. What was the stat? 
that they had about like in that Canada, they've have had one first quarter touchdown since the Lions game last year. Yeah. Right? In the, or like first quarter, yeah, first quarter touchdown. You scheme all week and you can't you, you can't even get like a touchdown every couple of games in the first quarter. You scheme all week and you wait till the fourth quarter to throw it to Muth on consecutive plays. The defense just doesn't only start, doesn't just start leaving him open like all the time. Now, yes, there were actually two plays where he was open, but like, I, I this is what also was frustrating. It's like what you said, Mark. This is what's frustrating last year with Ben. We were relying on these all these fourth quarter comebacks when they ripped up the play, ripped it up, and he started drawing plays in the dirt, you know, so to speak. And so this is why, like, people mm-hmm. are like, oh, maybe Kenny doesn't know the playbook. Kenny doesn't need to know the full playbook. Playbook. Kenny knows needs to know packages of plays. That's how it works with rookie quarterbacks. Well, how it works in college. Who was who was more exciting in the in the preseason and in, in, in uh, more of a competitor in the preseason out of the, out of all the quarterbacks? Who was the most exciting to watch and and move the football? Pickett. You know the best Kenny. throw the the best apart from Mason's one to, to Pickens and Mason. You know I'm not saying turn to Mason. So pop push that to one side. The other best throw was the throw that he threw a touchdown to Deontay Johnson against the Jaguars, and it was called back for the holding penalty. I can't remember. I think it was Dan Moore had the holding penalty, but he faced significant pressure in the pocket, and he he absolutely waited the last minute, and he threw a dime down the middle of the field into the end zone. It was like a 35-yard pass or whatever for a TD. And he played the whistle, which I really I always love in sport when someone like plays to that, you know, plays to the ref's, ref's whistle, the umpire's whistle. But like the poise that he showed with that ball, perfect. Perfect. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather see Kenny in there, you know, get quote-unquote killed, which I don't think he will. The offensive won't, won't do it. Did so. Trevor Lawrence get killed last year? He didn't. He got a few he got a few sacks and interceptions, but now he's playing pretty good. He, he lit up the uh, the Chargers. But Remember I told I, you last week? I told you last week he was going to light up the Chargers. Remember that? Yeah, well, the, the thing is too, I think you go with a young guy in this situation. If I think he's ready enough and that maybe they're trying to get him a bit more ready and trying to have a bit more faith in Trubisky. But right now, the, the stats tell you what, and you're watching the game tells you that the offense is stale. It needs change. Last year, I just looked it up. In 2021, they were averaging 29 minutes, minutes offense. They're five minutes below that. At 24, how can, and they're not scoring points. So uh, this is a game where, you know, if we do look to the Jets a little bit, if they take control of possession, start running the football, and the defense out there too long, then we will be behind. And why can't the Jets defense suddenly muscle up and, and outperform and, and take on Trubisky? Because no one, no one's scared of, of Trubisky. No, but I I, and this, is, this is what I said, like, about playing the win. With great quarterbacks... I don't care if they throw multiple interceptions, but as long as the touchdown ratio outweighs that and they win football games, that's all that counts. But we are sitting here going, we don't want to throw an interception. So, you know, we'll just, we'll just like live in our fears and look at what it's doing to this team. Like my question is, what if it's 21 to six at halftime? <laughs> And the Steelers, and this, no, I'm, I'm serious, right? 21 to 6. I know you're serious. And like, we've had two field goals, and the Steelers are doing nothing on offense. They've had the ball not even 12 minutes of the of the first half. And we're down 21 to 6. What a Steelers fan that we're going to sit there and we're going to be like, cool, Mitch is going to win us this game. I haven't thought once. I haven't thought one time that I thought in the last 12 quarters that he's going to go in and. In, in, get a chance to go down and win three points, right? You know, and, and the great one here, the great 103 says, 
Um, for what it's worth, offensive personnel is probably better. And I agree 100%. And the, the offensive scheme is the exact same or worse. <laughs> that right? was emoji. This profile picture. That's it's, it's the it's the exact same or kind of worse, and we all saw it with the 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 stuff where you'd see the screens and the and the screen to Naji on third and ten, and you're like, what are you doing? Why aren't you advancing the football down down the field? You know, our motto for Australia is, is an advanced straight affair, go forward, and they're not doing that. You know that I've just never seen it, man. I'm just so frustrated. Like I'm not. I'm excited to be a Steel fan. I always will be a Steel fan. But right now, the 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 growing pains of this offense, the growing pains of this team. And accepting, accepting, but how is it growing pains? It's not even growing pains. There's growing pain, pains pain among the offense <laughs> about like wide receivers in the O line and the running backs. Uh, but there's no growing. This regression, man. Trubisky's not even doing what he's done before. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I know we talk a lot about the quarterback, but it's it's hard because it has such a like, complementary football. You and I have talked about this a lot over the last couple of years, and we've done this podcast. Complementary football is absolutely fundamental to having double digit win seasons and like going somewhere in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, he's black and gold. Remember that packet of veggie, mate. Um, just throwing out there for the live chat, but um, yeah, like they, they, the complimentary football is so important uh, getting back to that. And so Trubisky it holds a certain amount of responsibility for that complimentary football because it's putting the defense under pressure. It's like you said, Mark, 36 minutes. How are we going to go 36 minutes when we've got like, you know, we all talk about when was all on Devin Bush in the off season. Devin Bush is playing well. There are some people that don't yeah, know, yeah, just no, won't, no, won't say that he's playing well. But look at the pressure that puts the, the middle inside linebackers on. Look at the pressure it puts, you know, everyone's set, like the corner, the cornerback unit. There are a couple of new guys in that cornerback room. That are, and they're not playing too badly, really, considering how much that they've got they're actually having to play. Like, we had no um, Kazee, and I know that, like, KZ was someone that they were looking at bringing into this defense, uh, you know, to, to play three safeties. We, like, Norwood continues to contribute. The guy's a seventh-round draft pick. Like, there is one glaring issue here, and it's the, the, it's the, cap, it's the captain of the ship, so to speak, on offense. And, and it should and I, be, though. You can't look past it, man. No, it definitely should be too, because this this whole league has now changed too, right? The league is now a quarterback-driven league with all the guys like Josh Allen, Mahomes, all those dudes, man. And we have a guy that is Trubisky, and he's not confident in the locker room. I, I see him in his speech, in his presence. He's not confident in the team. Um, we just brought him in and said, oh, go and be our quarterback number one, right? I would rather the team get around Kenny Pickett and see what can happen because you drafted the guy. Rather than you went and get all oh, you just but you can't do that. Like I know they're promised the, if they're promised the games, I understand that argument about like veteran leadership. They shouldn't have done that though. Yeah, that's you know crazy. What? I, I would have rather I would have rathered, I would have rathered they didn't promise anything and you compete for the job and that mentality. Because that's the same mentality about how they give out the contracts, you know, where other teams do like a heap of guaranteed money for the whole, like the whole contract. The what what did you hear, Manny? Did, did you hear it's like, it's meant to be him six games or something in the, that's, that therefore there was no quarterback competition. Correct. Is that, is that right? That, that to me is crazy. I, I think it is crazy. Like, You've got to compete. No wonder it's what it is out there. Yeah. Exactly. And what, what, sorry, I also don't understand, right? So we, we go up against the Jets and then they play Buffalo. Let's, let's assume they lose that. Then let's say they lose in a nail biter at Tampa Bay. Well, but Mish plays really, really well. Is that enough? If it, let's, I'm, as I say, I'm assuming, let's, I'm playing off the siren at six games. 
what? Then he's played so well that maybe you should start against Miami. But hang on, the Steelers are like one and five or two and four. No, like you, you've got to you've got to compete. You've got to compete to play on this team. I, uh, it 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 irks me because if that's if that's what they promised him, if they promised him more than six games and eight games, they shouldn't have drafted Kenny Pickett. Right? Is, is that, I know that sounds I, ridiculous, but they shouldn't have. They're better to get an O lineman, <clears throat> and then in next year's draft, go again. But right now, I would have rather them not sign sign Trubisky, see mm. what they got in the draft, and then if they had a bad season because they didn't have a good quarterback and all they played Mason there, fine. Then we get a high draft pick next year. We go get a franchise quarterback. But this one, this sort of oh, we're going to try this and we're going to do this and we're going to commit to this, but it's only a half ass commitment. No wonder. No wonder it's one and three. But is, is that the case, though? You know, this idea, I have heard this idea that uh, Trubisky has uh, in his contract where he has to play a certain amount of games. Where did you hear that from? Is that is that more of a rumor or is that actually becoming a fact? So I've heard it on a couple of different shows. I heard it on um, one of the Cowherd shows. I heard it on Pat McAfee's show as well. Um, but th- this is speculation. It's still speculation, but... It's interesting how many people are starting to corroborate this story. That doesn't mean it's correct. Um, That's what I'm saying, right? The more we talk about it, is it, is it the actual fact or is it because we're just putting a notion into it? Well, I hope it, I hope it's not a fact. Because if, it, if it's a fact, let's say it is a fact, right, that, that they haven't, they made him six games, seven games into the contract where you have to, you know, we, we'll make sure you get the six games. Then therefore, the quarterback competition was never real. And that I don't like that. Like, what's the point in then having even even playing Pickett or Mason out there, right? I'd be pretty dirty if I was if I was like exactly Brian Brown. You could have started yeah. Mason. So... Don't we look like a lot? Not, not me, but I'm. I'm a but they said also. They said that Kenny Pickett. Do you go back after the draft? They said that Kenny Pickett was their guy all along, right? And Colbert said we were really surprised that he was here at twenty. They're not stupid. They like the way the draft, those draft systems and boards work. Yes, occasionally they, they, there are shock picks at, at times in the first round. But when they started seeing all those flurry of trades and the teams trading for them, they knew it was highly unlikely people were going quarterback, right? Including the Saints, right? Because the Saints have a good enough team that they need, they want a couple of pieces. And if it doesn't work, then they do stink. They'll go get one of the great quarterback, one of the supposedly better quarterbacks in next year's draft. They, the Saints were the only ones I was really thinking once you got outside the top 10. I thought Carolina might go there, but really that the picket would be available. But as I said, Colbert said they were they were open to drafting up to go grab him. I think the Texans were at 12 or something like that. I think that's where they were they were open to. I think he mentioned he alluded to that. So they clearly wanted Pickett if they could get him. Now I get going and getting the best quarterback that's on offer in free agency. Like I said, I've complimented that strategy the whole offseason. But if you I've complimented that on the understanding that it's a competition for a spot. If you promise games, it's exactly as Brian Brown said. We could have avoided that because clearly they were going to trade up to get, they, they were willing to give a certain amount of draft capital. Capital, And I'm sure they are willing to give more draft capital capital for Kenny Pickett at the quarterback position than they were for Devin Bush. Yeah. I, I got a question here too, and this is, this is a big one. I think I, I want to get your thoughts on this because – I'll tell. So the question is uh, from DJ uh, Two says, "Do we fire Tomlin?" No. Now, first of all, I do like how it's not not just fire Tomlin uh, with an exclamation point. It's fire Tomlin question mark. 
Now, I'm in the camp of, I don't think you fired Tomlin. However, there is a lot of pressure on uh, Tomlin right now. And I'll say this on record, right? Here, here's it, here it is. If they go out there and lose the next five games, go one and seven or whatever it is before the bye, one and six, then of course the fire Tomlin crowd will come out crazy, right? But the same fire Tomlin crowd should also, if, if, right, they should give respect to Tomlin if he goes out this and we win four and three. If we escape this and go four and three in the bye, should there not be more respect given to Tomlin as well? Because sometimes I feel like the fire Tomlin crowd only goes one way. It's, it's when they're losing. Well, I don't think you happy. can fire. Come on. Like, I think we've all got to dial it back a, a notch or two here in the coaching, in the in the Tomlin part of the coaching situation. If Tomlin loses this season, it will be the first time he's had a season under 500, right? Sorry, you know, if, he lose, if they lose more games, right, than they win. That's the first time. You're going to fire a coach for that? Like there are some teams in this league, do you know how the Lions would kill to have the Steelers records of, of, you know, across the last couple of seasons, right? <clears throat> teams like that, the Falcons, all those sorts of guys. And teams that go two and 15 in the new, you know, with now 17 games or like, you know, four and 13, they're bad for a consecutive number of years. Mm. Like we don't want that, right? And there are changes that happen and people want out. And there's like people, there's certain things that are jumped to a conclusion for. We don't want that. Like it's as Jeffrey Benedict talks about Art Rooney the second is no Dan Rooney. Like you, you can't afford to keep doing that, but you've got to get better. And and this is the thing is like I don't see a path to six plus wins right now based on what's in front of me. Like, and I'm sorry, yeah, it's yeah. 25% yeah. of the it's 25% of the season will be through after this week. We've seen the preseason. Every game counts. And it's, as you said, Mark, the stretch that they've got. I mean, put the bye week aside. This is what they've got. Jets, Bills, Buccaneers, Dolphins, Eagles, Saints, Bengals. Bengals are going to come back. Then they've got the Colts, who could be anything. The Falcons. I mean, you know, that uh, most people probably say that's an easy game, but that means it's the Steelers, it's a trap game. And, they go, and then they've got the stretch where they play the Ravens, um, twice and the Browns twice. Like, right, at least they don't have to travel to go play the Raiders, um, who are looking like they're capitulating anyway. But they've got a crucial part of the season. And even still, right? Even still, if they're not competitive in these next five games before the bye and the first, let's say, three after the bye, then it doesn't matter if they win those last games because even if they manage to scrape into the playoffs, they're going to be bundled out week one anyway. Yeah. And that's the thing that I'm sitting there going, 25% of the week, it's, it's part of the season through. It's not like we're playing decent and there's room for improvement that's going to put us into winning contention. This is, we're struggling to even win a game. No, There's little, little hope of the playoffs with the record right now. And even if it gets better, what are you going to do? Because... We don't. You don't go out to play football to have a 500 season. You go out to play football to win the Super Bowl. I was going to say, what's their mentality? Is their mentality to go out there and like, are they thinking Super Bowl right now? Because obviously they they mustn't be. You know, are they thinking about just getting through the next week? Like, what's their mentality from the Steelers side and the players? Um, do they want? Do they want this? Like, do, do the players want this? I don't feel. I don't feel like they do. I, I don't know. I feel like they're just missing a few things um, in the offense, and of course, missing TJ hurts a lot for defense. But I feel like it feels like on offense they're missing a few things, and Trubisky's got like got his new team, and we've got to remember he sat last year, 
Like he's not not that, that's the crazy thing. He sat as a backup quarterback, and now he's going to be a starter. So there's so many different questions that you can ask uh, ask anything. But to me, but the mentality. Also, I, yeah. Sorry, I was just going to say that thing about the quarterback position, and then I want to go back to that mentality thing because I love your takes on mentality and culture. Kenny Pickett, the other thing people need to keep in mind is Kenny Pickett is not a 21-year-old rookie. Kenny Pickett is a 24-year-old rookie. Kenny Pickett is someone that's experienced. Kenny Pickett is not like some small bloke. Kenny Pickett is six foot three and like 225 pounds plus. Yeah, he, he can play in this league. Anyway, I want to go, yeah, go back to mentality because I love when you well, talk I, about I'm just, mentality. I'm just saying, like, I, I go around the locker room and, and just the last last few years, maybe it is because it is 2022 and I'm getting older and I'm just, what I miss is the old days of like the 04, 08, you know, Steelers where they were all bought in. They all had like a group chat, you know what I'm saying? They all had they all had this brother mentality. And I just don't see that with our Steelers. I, I, I don't see any true leader on the offense besides maybe Najee Harris, but he's going into his second year. And they're not, they're not feeding him enough. I don't see there's a there's a positive mentality of like, you know, go out there and 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 to win a championship. Like the Bills, the Bills, the Chiefs, they've all got that. They've all got that mentality of like the, the Eagles this year, right? Miami until until Tua went down. They've all got that mentality to to grab it by the throat and 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 go for the juggler and win. We haven't got that in the Steelers because you can't see that on the offense. I, I think it's just really changed the culture. Of the Pittsburgh still away. And we don't even know. And the thing is, we don't even know for the defense because the defense is having to sweat it out there. Like, 36 minutes a game. That's now, a the, look, the, the, the one blessing in disguise that will help once we have the bye is that we played, what was it, like three games in the space of like, was it 16 uh, days or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. Right, three games, three games in 11 days. Three games in 11 days. Right. So that that also is a, is a big deal to have to do that. At least they don't have to do that now. But this is where, you know, it's quite funny. You know, Mark, we always complain the last couple of years about like the buys too early. We want a later buy. This year is a year we could have done with an early buy, right? Because we had the, the one. Well, I, think this, I think this last week's been a little bit of a buy for these guys too to get around it, right? And I got a, I got a point here from uh, Alfred says, okay, fellas, fair point. But can you honestly say that any other coach who is average above average um, could rep, rep, replicate Tomlin's success with a Hall of Fame quarterback? I'm not too sure. I'm not. Look, I'm not. <laughs> guys, I'm a Tomlin supporter. Let me put that out there. I, I, I support Tomlin 100%. I'm just saying that this team is missing something right now. And if that is to, to change coordinators in the offseason, for sure, that, that is to change quarterback, that is to change an offensive scheme, something is missing. I'm with sorry, this team. like Joe, like a guy like a Joe Brady is not going to, or Joe Judge or whoever it was, like, is not going to... Who's Joe um, Brady? Is that Tom Brady's cousin? <laughs> I meant Joe Judge. Um, <laughs> um, ben McAdoo, those sorts of guys, I don't think they're going to, they wouldn't have, no. You know, Tomlin, Tomlin, you know, there's a lot of games, like, you know, remember the Super Bowls? Yeah, Ben got them to Super Bowls, but, you know, the defense, the defense won those Super Bowls too. Like, it, you know... No, it's, it's but uh, Jeremy, Jeremiah Yoda says it. Like, he's completely right. Like, the Steelers' defense has to get off the field on third down. Let's go beat the Jets this Sunday. But the Steelers' defense can't be out there for longer than the offense week in, week out. And I suspect this is what happens. People are tired. Like, and they don't have the depth there because they've been trying to invest in, you know, wide receivers and drafting mid-round O-linemen. And it's just not... Yeah, I'm right. Joe Brady is the coach. Yeah, I knew he was a coach. I knew he was a coach. But anyway, he wasn't the guy I was meant to be referring to. So thank you. Thank I you, didn't Jason. know who Joe Brady was. 
It should, like, be, it should be Tom Brady coaching. He's, I can't believe I can't believe Tom's still playing. Can you believe Tom's still playing? We're going to diverse him. Uh, CND, we're not talking about two games. We're talking about three games. So it's like... The other thing too is, this is this is Mitch. This is what his career has looked like today. Yeah, I, I think I think in a, in a big nutshell, you need a change and the change isn't happening and the offense is stale. So... But you know, pushing to the Jets game, I, like I, prove me wrong, Mitch. Go out there if you're watching the podcast. Make sure you hit that sub and you, you follow all the other other guys on the. Uh, well, I really like him too. I want him yeah, to just be go successful. and do something. Go and throw the football down the field. Like, why are you targeting? Go and target Muth. He, he should be number one guy, in my opinion. Get Muth on the on the on the linebackers. If you can't find anyone, find Muth. That's that's what I would do. Use him like a Heath Miller. But they can go out there and beat the Jets. I just want to see them move the possess the ball and move the ball down the field to get seven and and all you know. 21 points plus, but what we've seen the last three games on average, and they're not doing that. So it's going to be a frustrating game, in my opinion. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. But also, I've like, actually, yeah. Well, I've got them winning 16-10. I've got them. The Jets or the Steelers? Steelers. I, I think they can win. Uh, but Steelers like, it's going to be 16 to 10 points. No way. It's going to be scrappy. But also, I'm sitting there like, Deontay Johnson last week, was like, he was not good last week. I thought, you know what? I thought he played okay, but then he did some big drops near the end. He was getting open to a certain in the first half. He was playing yeah. okay, and then then near the second half, he started to make the drops. But I thought he was. Oh, you know uh, what though? You know, remember when I said before he signed that deal? Remember I said he's worth a certain amount of money, but he's not worth the twenty million a year. Remember I said he's worth like mm-hmm. the thirteen to fifteen. He plays like that, and that's that, that's what happens in those games because a twenty million a year like right. top wide receiver in this he's, league he's, he, doesn't do that week in week out, and his body language was bad. Like, here's a question for you: how, how do the Steelers win this game? How do they? How do they? They they, they improve the two and two. Who's got to step up in this game? Like, I, I think this is a do or die situation for the whole season. I know it sounds crazy, but if they don't win this game, they're one and three, and they have a really tough, tough gauntlet to go through. Who wins a game for the Steelers? It's hard. Like. I don't know if Najee's healthy. I would go. This is just Najee, and it's short passing as well. It's working in. I think it's Claypool, like because I don't think that Trubisky has got the same um, relationship that it sounds like Pickett has from training camp and the preseason. Um, so I like I would I would love to say Pickens is also that's a lot to put on a rookie, but I think Claypool is making some pretty decent like catches he's he's making some important catches as well i think he's got to show up to take the pressure off um deontay johnson because the thing for me is the jets have guys like garrett wilson and you know the jets have guys like um is elijah moore the jets have two like i say really good running backs what if they turn it on what if zach wilson comes back and turns it on now that's a big if it's a big if but if he comes back and turns it on how is this how is this team going to put up 30 points? They're going to have to rely on those guys. And so I think Claypool to me is really important for Trubisky. Because like I know we all want to run the ball more. more. I want to run the ball more. That the offensive line is still more set up for pass pro at this time or they're certainly a lot more cohesive on pass pro. <laughs> you see that one? Uh, Alfred says he was DJ was surprised he, we threw him the ball deep just dropped. He's like, "Oh no, oh man." You know, I know we, I know, I know we talk a lot of negative about this team today, but I, I really look. I support my team through the thick and thin, and hundred percent. But this is probably for me and maybe yourself too, Matty. The really thin times, or this is a different time without Big Ben, and we never had a losing season. I don't think I've ever watched a team 
since well, I think maybe 2002, I started watching when they were, I think they lost six and something. But the I majority don't, of my time, I've always seen no. them play to win and play to playoffs. And this this year so far, it's like, oh, do we even have a chance? But if we're gonna, but if this team's not good enough, right? He's obviously not playing this week. But at some point, I just say you bring him Pickett and get him used to the NFL. Get him bonding with the wide receivers. Like Claypool's got another year on the contract. Deontay's going to be around for a while. Pickens is there. Freeman's got another two years. I don't understand why you wouldn't why you wouldn't want to go and do that. Like I, I, Trubisky's obviously not going to be a franchise-winning quarterback. Yeah. So, you know, why don't we look to the guy that we drafted in the first round? Because, as I said earlier... We should if, if if he's not the guy that you can bring in in the first half of the season, right? And it's not that he's not ready. I say if he was 20 or 21 or 22, I mean, you feel he's not ready, fine. But the guy can understand a playbook. Everyone talks about how cerebral he is and, you know, he's a winner and he gets it and all the rest of it and he's very mature. But otherwise, we should have drafted no lineman. Or we should have drafted a linebacker. Like Devin Lloyd. How much should I talk about Devin Lloyd in the, in the lead up to the draft? He's killing it. He's a top three mm-hmm. linebacker in this league. Imagine that on this defense with Miles Jack. Cool. They're going to be out there for 36 yeah. minutes. You know? like, this is what I mean. It's, 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 it's not that I'm just sitting there going, Trubisky sucks. It's like all the things that surround this and the way this affects the team's ability. And I've never, until someone proves me otherwise, this possession piece, three years in a row, or like, sorry, if you look at the cumulative total over the last three years, the Steelers have dominated possession 23 times, which is not even 50%, right? 19, 3, and 1. That's 20, 20, 20 games you haven't lost. And if, mm. you, if Freeman doesn't fumble it, you know, it is, it's it's 20 games that you've won when you dominate time possession. And there are teams that we go walk around this league and we go, oh, that team sucks. And the Steelers have got the ball for 25 minutes in that game. Like, how do you do that? How many, uh, how many touchdowns do you think Trubisky throws this week? Do you think he bounces back? Because the you know the Jets are averaging uh, two touchdowns per uh, via the air every game. Do you know that two touchdowns per game they're averaging in the air? So how many does he throw? Zero. <laughs> Zero. Is this okay? This is the last. Hey, hasn't game. he only thrown two two in the air on the season? He's thrown two, but the Jets defense, Jets secondary, I looked it up, averaging two touchdowns in the air per game. Like yeah, defense. But I'm round. talking about like, no, no, but you said Mitch Trubisky, he's throwing two on the season. So he's not averaging yeah, two yeah. per game. He's literally throwing two on the season. Yeah, I know, but the he's Jets, not- the Jet, the Jets defense is is allowing two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, so so be, how many does he throw? Two two is exactly the ceiling. Like there's no more yeah. than two. So um, Prove me wrong. You know what? Like, mate, yeah, me too. What? I would love to come on on <laughs> next week, and I'd love to sit there in war room and go, "I'm an I'm an f wit. I don't know what I'm talking about." Mitch Trubisky throws five TDs and goes for three hundred yards. But that's the other thing too. The like, and obviously, if you're not winning time possession, your yardage is going to be lower. The the guys' average yards per game are 189 yards, not even 200. Bad. We talked about this last week, the average of five and a half, like less than Nick Chubb running the ball, man. Like it- He's the worst in the league. Five and a half is the worst. And that that's, um uh, might be the, the worst ever. Like it's just, it's, yes. it's stale. Uh, Alfred, yeah, so Alfred, sorry. <laughs> I said yes. 
Alfred in a live yeah. chat brings up, here's a question. What if the Steelers don't plan on bringing Cano back, which I don't think they do because they gave him one more year at pains this year. Would you still want KP to play in Cano's offense only to have a new OC next year? Yes, because I want him to get used to the NFL. I want him to get used to reading NFL defenses. I want him to get used to, to having like combinations and, and get in sync with his wide receivers. I do want that. California. Is that the OC? You ever watch the OC? I love the OC, that? man. Um, who was that guy? Was it, I, was, I rewatched it three times. Was his name? Was his name Ryan? He's always in trouble, wasn't he? He's just always yeah, just a rat bag. Yeah. Just a rat bag, mate. <laughs> always so serious. Uh, man. I hope we win. I really do. Uh, what's your score? I got him sixteen ten. <laughs> JJ five two. This is the best <laughs> one I've heard all day. Trubisky needs the Gordon Ramsay treatment. You know yeah. they need it. Matt Canada needs. Yeah. You know the idiot sandwich one. Yeah. You know the, yeah. I love the idiot sandwich one. That's my favorite. Mm. Oh, I love it. Two terrible yeah, what, towers, like clap them over the ears. What's your score? What What do you think? Uh, it's different because Wilson's playing, like, which is where the Steelers' defense could like pick him off for two touchdowns. I don't. I say I wasn't able to check it this morning before we went to air. Is Minka definitely out? Uh, I think he's back. Uh, I think uh, Witherspoon's out, right. and I think Minka's back. All right, Minka's back. Yeah, with a spoon, I, I thought he'd be out. All right, if Mink is back, you can say a pick six or a couple of key turnovers from Minka. Uh, Wilson's got two or three TDs in him. I think 24-20 Steelers loss. 24-20 Steelers loss. Holy dooly. I want to say 27-24, but I, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think the Steelers have got it. In them, unless they get that, de- unless oh, they get a defensive, if they get two defensive two scores, they've got it. Jets 28, Steelers 3. That would be panic mode, <laughs> but everyone's right. 24 9, uh, DJ 2, Steelers 2013. It's, it's going to be a close game. We, we, I can't pick it, but uh, I can't Kenny pick it, right? Yeah, oh, so, I could, I could, I could pick it if we had Pickett. Yeah, oh, easy, yeah, we, we win. I don't know, see what happens. No, if you throw Kenny Pickett in this week, you win. It'd be more explosive. I think you'd have more time possession, more more, more chance to do play yeah, action. Be, well, it's, it comes college football at that point. It's mm. yeah, Case and Wright exactly in the live chat says he's cleared protocol. League's about to change all that up one hundred percent up big time. Just, you know, in a lot of other sports, <laughs> it's not about how many games you miss; it's about the days you miss. I think I think Gary forgot we're doing Australian show. He says, "Holy dooly, oh, who dooly. says that? Are you joking, mate? That's half my that's half my vocab. I'm not from America, you know." <laughs> but Alfred, like, and Alfred says, "Don't forget, if we want KP to develop into Mahomes or Rogers, I, I don't know. I think we've got to have you know fair expectations on that one. But um, he could benefit from doing what they didn't see out for you, totally. But then look at Bradshaw, look at Manning, like, you know, I, I just also." This team, it's about the team. It's about winning. It's like I said it earlier in the show. Do you want to win football games, or do you want? Are you trying to go for five hundred? Because if if you're not planning, if your if your objective is not to win the Super Bowl, then you may as well tank and get a high draft pick and go again. You don't play sport to <laughs> play sport to do okay. You play sport to win. Winners mentality, man. Hundred percent. You need that. You play. You got to go there and win. That's like, what, I, what I love about the black and gold. Right, I, that's what I love about 
Oh, just... oh. Holy dooly, put him picket. Yeah, that's funny. But Alfred, man. you are right. Massive credit to you, Alfred. Isn't it sad? From isn't it sad that we have to start the answer by saying, say a pick six by Minka? That is exactly the point. Yeah, it is. It, it, I don't think this still I don't think this Steelers team can average two touchdowns a game throw on on you know by by throwing like receiving um touchdowns with with Trubisky. I just don't don't think they can do it. Well, it's boring. It's a boring offense. That's why it, and the stats show that. So, and we you know, we've beaten the drum, but we want to be wrong next week. We want to be wrong. Go out there and do something. Mitch, you're the captain. Go and lead the team. But also, even if he does that, it's like what I said about playing okay, you know, at the end of the, if the, if he has been given this six-game guarantee and then playing at the end of that and going, oh, he played really well the last one, even though we lost, let's keep going. Mm. Because the thing is, like, contextually, let's say we hadn't drafted um, Kenny Pickett. Let's say we drafted... I don't know, Carson Strong, Bailey Zappi, whoever, right? Let's say we didn't draft any of those. Let's say we had Chris Oladokun. I would at this point be going, I think it's time for Mason. It's not just about Pickett, right? This is I this agree. is about, like, based on what's on the preseason, I'd be saying, well, you know what? I'd rather see Mason over Trubisky at this point and see what we can do and hold the ball and get the running game develop over the next few games, blah, 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 blah. But the fact you've got a round one, quarterback who knows how to win who's a good quarterback that's what i mean like that's where it's really hard to just overlook that we will see we will see what happens and i i want to say go the j no go steelers we'll see what happens i i think we, we have a chance but it's really hard to watch right now i'm telling you and we've got to get up at 4 a.m yeah actually jeremiah Yoda, you bring up a good point for us to close out the show Bradshaw had competition with Joe Gilliam and, and Tan Hanratty, right? And and Noel, Bradshaw talked about this in the interview I was in a couple of weeks ago, uh, a couple of weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago. And and he said, like, when he got dropped for Joe Gilliam, he went to Chuck Noll and Chuck Noll said, because he's like, I want to be traded. And Chuck Noll was like, no, you're staying on this team. You will be great. And then they figured it out. So, like, fine. But this is the thing. Is Trubitsky... That's the other thing that I hate about this. If Trubisky's got a guaranteed amount of games, I can't believe we're back here, but if he has, mm-hmm. he knows that he can do whatever those games, you know, fine. What happens, what happens, and then he can go compete. And I don't like that attitude. You should always have to compete. It's... <laughs> and we're going to close out the show with Gary's comment, which says, if the O-line doesn't leave holes like a broken picket fence and first-round pick picket does a flea figure the second-round pick, Pickens, then Pickens passes it to Pickett. That would be quite an awesome pickle and hopefully won't end in a pick six. There you go. Thanks, Gary. Uh, Classic, classic, (laughs) classic. Uh, But with that, that's going to wrap up this week's Steelers Touch Down Under. I'm Matty Peverell with Marky Davison. As always, Go Steelers. Oh, how it rips me, but makes me live for tomorrow